Tosposage, Tosposage, reviewing all the shitty reviewers. Tosposage, Tosposage, are gonna get a one star from users. Kip and Doug are Scott and Jeff because Kip and Doug didn't sound as cool as Scott and Jeff. So give one star and make us proud. You wanna give us zero, but it's not allowed. Podcast with Scott and Jeff is not the best. All right, in five, four, three, four, five. Welcome to the One Star Podcast with Scott and Jeff, known throughout the world as Tosp Wasage. Tosp Wasage. That's right. This is uh, episode 111. Yes, it is the first episode of season 23. Yes, season 23. What a journey. It's crazy, isn't it? Uh, This is the only podcast featuring one-star reviews as performed by Kip and Doug. Yeah. Uh, That's actually probably a good transition to welcoming our uh, first and only guest today. Um, This is a pretty exciting one. I'm excited. Uh, our, bookers, our, our bookers outdid themselves this time. Our guest today is the winner of the 1995 Lewiston Invite Tennis Tournament in number two doubles, young tennis phenom Doug Perkins. Welcome, Doug. Good to be here. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, only tournament I won in high school with my partner, Tim Mushin. Um, we wore jean shorts on the court is that right yeah wore jean shorts and, and won it and headbands yeah and won it how what was your age at that time my age yeah um good question 16 17 and what what and what would you say that you've accomplished since then not a whole lot <laughs> yeah uh well welcome aboard this is the podcast where we review your shitty reviews yeah thanks thanks for being terrible out there people yeah, so if you have if you have reviews uh that you find that tickle you that you find interesting uh send them our way i mean don't if you're going to review a place don't send it directly to us do it on yelp or something right right yeah and don't tell us about it we'll find yeah it. we <laughs> scour the internet right and then you send it to our email address, which I can't believe we got, we got this. Yeah. What is it, Doug? Tell, tell them about the email address. Yeah, uh, tospwasage at gmail.com. It's not even tospwasage27. Like, no. we, we got tospwasage at gmail.com. Yeah. And it's just, just how it sounds, T-O-S-P-W-S-A-J. Yeah, tospwasage. Yeah. So go ahead and well, send us an email. Uh, you could also... Follow me on Twitter at Dr. Doug. I am not a doctor. That's my Twitter, though. But you have a, uh, a, a, ma- a master's degree and a doctorate in podcasting. Yes, I'm a doc- doctor of podcasting. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah okay. That's right. Well, I, this, like I said, this is episode 111. You know, the, um, the show is becoming crazily popular crazily popular and we get a lot of uh you know emails a lot of people hit hit us up on the social asking 
I don't know why people are so intrigued about this, but they keep wondering, you know, because the show is the one star podcast with Scott and Jeff, but we're Kip and Doug. So they just keep asking where Scott and Jeff are, you know? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And, you know, we've been asked that quite a bit. I'm personally kind of tired of it. I think talking about it. Yeah. And there's places where you could hear our answers already. All the questions have already been asked. And if yeah. you want to hear our answers, then you can listen to one of the million podcasts we've been on. Yeah, a lot of we've been on a lot, quite a few true crime podcasts talking about this subject. Yeah, that's right. It, and you can listen to any one of them, or you could read the police reports out of Clark County, uh, Nevada. And um, the true crime podcast, you know, we've been on. I love murder. Uh, we, uh, cor- corpse cast. We've been on the corpse cast. We've been on talking death with Robin Ventura, Hall, yeah. of, Hall of Famer Robin Ventura. Yeah. Uh, Sloppy Seconds. That podcast. That one's about murderers who got caught after their second murder. Yeah, we were on. Uh, what else? We were on Strangle Me This. Yeah, Strangle Me This. Twice. We were on that. Those two part episode. Yep. And uh, Strangle Me This. Masturbating to murderers. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a that's a good one. Um, single and Deep strangled. Down. Single and strangled. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So so I mean, if you want to know more, just you know, we don't we don't have to talk about it. our lawyer has told us not to talk about it on this podcast. You can. Yeah. Um, don't tell our lawyer about this podcast. Right. Right. Uh, anyway, that's none of that's important. No. What's well, important? It's getting into some of these reviews. Am I right, Doug? Oh, yeah. All right. Why don't you start us off today? Okay. Oh, no. I dropped my phone. Okay. Doug, hit it. All right. First up on the old reviews. I have some... <laughs> yeah. We got this a one-star review, I hope. I have some one-star reviews of Ross Marshalls and TJ Maxx. Oh, the di- the discount. Yeah, the department bur- stores. The discount triangle of department <laughs> stores. Uh, yeah, yeah, and these are from various locations around the greater Los Angeles area. I've spent a good spent a good amount of time in these stores. I enjoy for bargains. I enjoy walking around these places. One time, yeah. I I went to Marshalls for my birthday to uh, okay. to treat myself, and I got. A fruit bowl, a football, and a belt. <laughs> they've got it all. Yeah, they've got it all. One-stop shopping. And so this... I, I, went, I went in there. I like to... Uh, yeah. I went in there and I bought some uh, some uh, Adidas cologne. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> there was yeah. Some, some weird shit like Every that. Sh- I, need at, uh, I wear Fila uh, uh, cologne myself. Fila cologne. I like yeah. that. Fila cologne and a uh, LA, uh, LA Angels dress shirt. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Fully sleeved. Um, all right. Uh, they should, baseball teams should have dress shirt night where the teams <laughs> wear <laughs> dress shirts. <laughs> uh. Okay. Uh, this is from Armando. And I forget which one this was for. It doesn't really matter. Okay. But okay. this is from July 16th. So a fresh one, 2020. Yeah. And he says, great. 
Four Eyes didn't want to honor a price that some footwear had. Instead, that numb nut tries telling me that price wasn't there. Like if I didn't see it or he didn't see it with them binoculars on, bad service. <laughs> this book, I really, you know, it seems like it picks up right in the middle of the angriest part of the review or something. No, they say like a good short story should just be like the climax of a regular story. <laughs> and this guy nailed it. Um, <laughs> then, uh, da uh, David says, this is the worst TJ Maxx. And for that reason, everyone goes to Ross management and representative <laughs> need lots of training and fast. All right. It's a big rivalry. I'm guessing, right? That TJ Maxx Ross. I think they're all the same company, <laughs> right? So, yeah. TJ Maxx, Marshall and Ross, like they're all the same thing. Is this a, uh. There's a, they are in the same complex. I'm guessing. These I th two. I think so. Yeah, because I know in Glendale there's a TJ Maxx and a Ross at the same place. I uh, so Sophie says when I first entered the line, there were three customers in front of me. Yet it took 20 minutes to check out. Please staff according on W dash ends. Thank you. That's how she <laughs> spelled weekends. At first, I was like. When is she trying to spell Wednesday? But no, she just abbreviated weekends with W dash ends. What site is this on? Yelp. Is there a character limit? No. <laughs> I've seen 20 page Yelp reviews. <laughs> yeah. It's just weird that she, she must type weekends a lot or text weekends a lot. And that's how she does it. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I don't, think of these type of stores as the height of customer service, you know, and no. I think like a, <laughs> no. and I'll go in looking for like, uh, you know, like a new, um, the type of stuff they have there is like, they're, they're always going to have some sort of like one of those hair clippers things, you know? So oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Something like that. But you just assume, assume you're going to have to rummage around a little for not all the time. Yeah, I know. Especially up front, like whatever their impulse buys are when you get winding through that, the right. line at the end where you got your raspberry pretzels and your, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, and your yeah. uh, baby goggles. Yeah. And, uh, mm -hmm. well, here's, uh, a few more all seen okay. E on Yelp says hated it. I was beyond disappointed. I would avoid this TJ Maxx if I were you not well put together. I did like the second floor, but it didn't have much of anything worth a second look. Never mind buying. So what did he like about the second floor? He just liked the aesthetics uh, of the second maybe floor? Was, I don't know. Maybe he was in like the some sort of area that had a lot of like art or something like that. Just appreciate the art. <laughs> yeah. So weird old kind of <laughs> paintings of vases and stuff that they have there. Here's Noni Y who says, it was a nightmare. I walked in to have <laughs> a wave of people overwhelm me and push me into sections of the store that I never intended to visit. <laughs> I think I might have even been robbed. I swear I was wear wearing a sweater when I walked in. Parking was a huge filled mess. Think Disneyland without the trams. What's even more fun is being shoved around on a whole new floor. Second floor, same story. Why does this TJ Maxx think it's a Macy's? Huh? Where'd the discounts go? <laughs> who's shoving? Who's shoving around? Was I don't know. Like a riot or something? What that's, is this? That's from... April 29th, 2009. So it's not even a Christmas one. No. <laughs> yeah, but man, 
do you remember like those were simpler times in 2009 people were just shopping their asses off <laughs> you couldn't walk into a tj maxx with a guy that getting shoved into an onto a different floor yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> okay now here's the creme de la creme of reviews this one is for marshall's you know, I think this one was from the one on Sawtell that we used to frequent. Okay, this is from Lauren W. Oh, and, she, and she writes, I find it very disturbing that they position the women's intimate section, a.k.a. ladies' panties and bras, directly in front of a window in full view of the street and right in front of a shady bus stop. I have previously emailed their corporate office to complain <laughs> this, but nothing has been done. It's embarrassing to shop for underwear in full view of every creep on Olympic Boulevard. Whoever is in charge of this store's floor plan must be some kind of pervert. <laughs> she trying them on right there? <laughs> Take them to the fitting room. Like a pair of shoes or something. Uh, no, <laughs> I, just, I think... All these perverts are... They're, they're standing out there and they're seeing me looking at them and then picturing me with them on. Yeah, the first draft of the floor plan actually had the fitting rooms uh, with the windows <laughs> like right on the other side of the women's <laughs> fitting rooms. <laughs> but uh, he got that rejected. And so this was his second best. Uh, thing who did she who did she uh, talk to about this? Uh, well, she, she yeah, she emailed corporate. <laughs> about this they haven't gotten back to her though and she didn't write a follow-up about this but this woman has uh 65 reviews and so okay i dug a little okay. deeper into some of her reviews a lot of one-star reviews from okay from lauren w she's a most she's a mostly one-star type of gal huh yeah oh for sure she's having a hard time in life i would say okay we'll go a little deeper into lauren at Lauren's uh, reviews of dental offices um, okay, at some point. Her. Yeah, I we don't. You're have teasing it. We don't have time for this. Another episode. <laughs> okay, maybe, maybe season twenty-four. But Lauren has written like four different one-star reviews of different dental offices. But uh, <laughs> okay. here's a, here's a review of L.A. City Cab, which she didn't even take. Uh, this is because she saw one of their cabs in traffic. And she wrote, this driver cut me off, gave me the middle finger, then sped away dangerously, weaving through traffic. It's no wonder they lose so much business to rideshare apps. Drivers this disrespectful should not be allowed a cab license. I hope this driver gets some anger management therapy. This behavior usually escalates into more dangerous behavior. And the roads are dangerous enough as it is. Shame on, the L on this cab company, I won't say the name. For, or did I already? <laughs> Shame on this cab company for hiring such an entitled prick driver. Here's the thing about this is like, I feel if you're in the cab, five stars. Because this guy is getting you to the location. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's, that's a good point. What's this woman's name again? Lauren W. Lauren really seems to be looking out for the rest of us, doesn't she? Yes. Uh, um yeah, I I think she's not even about her, Doug. It's not even about her. It's about it's about the perverts on Olympic Boulevard. And it's about <laughs> all the other drivers and people that want to be safe on the road. Imagine how disappointed the perverts are going to be when they move uh, 
like sporting goods oh, over to yeah. God, the window. It's be really hard to masturbate. <laughs> to look at a couple basketballs and a, like a baseball bat. Yeah. What am I have to jerk off to two basketballs? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so these are the next three are very brief. Okay. Uh, Lauren W. This is for a demolition company, and she writes using a. What jack- is she doing over there? <laughs> She writes, using a jackhammer at 8 a.m. on a Saturday? <laughs> That's it. And then she went to this she went to this liquor store on Sunset and wrote, got two bottles to go, and they put it in one bag. The bag broke because, duh, and a 40-ounce bottle fell on my toe and broke. You'd think they could spare an extra paper bag for two beers, cheapskates. Now I have a swollen, bruised toe and only one beer. <laughs> and she wrote for CVS Pharmacy, cashiers are slow and they don't have self-checkouts. The aisles are dirty. The whole place is dirty. There's a Walgreens on Robertson that is a lot better. <laughs> I'm, I'm weirdly picturing this all happening to her in one day. <laughs> as she goes, wakes up and goes around. And the, she, I've, I'm guessing when the first review is her waking up to the jackhammer. Right. And then somehow finding out what the company was that was doing the jackhammer. Mm-hmm. And then going, when all the other reviews are about like whether or not they demolished the person's house correctly and for a good price. And all of a sudden she's just like, jackhammer is at eight in the morning. I like that you think they were just demolishing someone's house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking it's a company with a big wrecking ball. <laughs> the wrecking ball company. Right. God, swing that thing over to what's her name's house? Lauren W. God, you just picture yeah. Lauren W. again, like, and then, and, and then, then the wrecking ball yeah. swinging out knocks over the building, and then it swings back, and it knocks over, it destroys my building. Now I don't have a place to live. One star. <laughs> well, Great demolition. Wrong house. <laughs> <laughs> One star. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's uh, that's it for my Marshalls Ross TJ Maxx okay. discount trifecta and Lauren W. That was epic, Doug. Yeah, that was epic. That was some epic shit. All right, so that's uh, that's what I got. So what? You, okay, what you got for your your main review? You can't today? say you can't say what you got. Oh, you can say what you got. <laughs> oh, you can't right, say, right. Because that's a later segment. Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, so. Which reviews will you be reading next? <laughs> Kip, what have you? Kip, what what have you? <laughs> oh, give me a second. My phone died. Okay, can you hear me still? Yes. Am I, am I on? Am I still on? Yes, I hear you. I walked in on <laughs> three-year-old daughter. Yeah. Watching this movie Baby's Day Out, which is from 1997. Yeah. 1994. Oh, okay. Baby's Day Out. It's apparently about and so I was just kind of looked at it for a second, you know. But then I got really caught up in it. I was just like it really like drew me in. It's one of those movies cast, that's like a a cartoon. The whole thing's kind of like a cartoon. Yeah, so it follows this baby around. It kind of gets loose. This baby gets loose in New York City, I believe. Yeah, and the cast is pretty pretty impressive. Uh, Joe Joe Montana's in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Pantoliano. Uh huh. 
Um, Go Laura on. Flynn Boyle. Ooh. Uh, but this here's a review. And this is the scene that I saw. And okay? the baby uh, was yeah. Josh Hartnett. No, I'm kidding. Baby, you're right, baby Josh Hartnett. <laughs> uh, so this is so this is the scene that I saw. This is like for, actually I'll just read the review first. But so this person Parker gave this one and uh, one half of a star. Okay, well said, I'll accept that. Yeah, it says not overly sorry, not overly excited about the visual metaphor of a baby grabbing a dude's dick for so long that it literally catches on fire later in the movie. The guy whose dick was a flame refers to the baby as 15 pounds of pink flesh with a mouth. And then kind of like a sideways face, you know, yeah. emot- emoticon. Uh-huh. Uh, but that's just, this is what, like, there is actually a scene where Joe Montaigne, who's like the head of this group of like three criminal guys, mm-hmm. uh, is... Somehow they need somehow they need to get a hold of this baby, this loose baby. Maybe it stole something from them or something. I came in a little late. No, the this. baby witnessed a murder, and <laughs> it's going to testify. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, and so, in this scene, the police show up. Okay. And they see this group of toughs, these three toughs. And so Joe Montagna does. He puts the baby under his trench coat on his lap. Okay, sure. And so the police are questioning Joe Montaigne. Meanwhile, you know what the baby's doing? Grabbing a dick. Grabbing dick and balls and twisting. Okay. Like twisting it. Like yeah. they cut to a shot of Joe Joe Montaigne going like, uh, yes, officer. And then a close-up shot of a little tiny hand squeezing and twisting balls. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, what can I do for you? <laughs> And then, like, he keeps talking. The baby keeps twisting his balls hard. And You're then, selling uh, me on this movie. It, yeah, and then right after that, so it stops twisting, but then it finds his lighter inside the inside part of his coat. The baby does. And it turns the lighter on and starts lighting his junk on fire. Okay. Which is, I believe, what this review is talking about. It's weird that there's this movie, Baby's Day Out, and then around the same period of time, baby geniuses. Mm. And like three men and a baby and look who's talking. Like all yeah. baby related movie is yeah. very strange, the nineties. I guess Yeah, you could really make any type of any type of movie you wanted to at that time. Yeah. About if it involved babies. Right, right. You just go in to pitch a big producer and like it's about a baby sold. We're just like, yeah, I got this movie idea. It's about a, it's about a sailing race around the world. You know, is it, yeah. uh, is the main character a baby? <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sold. <laughs> yeah. So many babies. Oh, I'm sorry. I should also add that this uh, movie was, I don't know, written by or directed by. It's a John Hughes movie. No. Yeah, it's a John Hughes movie. It's got to be a different John Hughes. <laughs> I don't know. We should look that up here. Uh, you'd think that more people would talk about the baby grabbing the guy's dick. You know what I mean? And I'm looking at some of these reviews, and there's just not enough reviews about the baby grabbing the dick. 
Uh, this film highlights the journey of a kidnapper who struggles to take care of a child and therefore goes through two hours of genital mutilation to ensure he will never be left with a young one of his own to care for. <laughs> a lot of people love him, but I don't get John Hughes. I actively dislike Ferris Bueller, am indifferent to Pretty in Pink and Sweet 16, and can barely tolerate The Breakfast Club. Weird Science is okay, of course, but none of them compare to Baby's Day Out, his best film. <laughs> yeah, John Hughes wrote it. He didn't direct it, but he wrote it. God, I bet John Hughes wrote this movie in like, you know, 10 hours or something. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, it's a John Hughes movie? Yeah, it's what is it about? It's about a baby out in the city. Yeah, okay. So yeah. Oh yeah, I've got it right on my computer. Let me just send it in to you in the morning there. Oh shit. <laughs> it's called Joe Joe Montaigne. <laughs> okay, so that's baby's day out. All right. <laughs> I'm sure that, I was a little bit uh, a little bit out of order there, but are there other reviews that you have? Oh, yeah, I do. Hold on one second. Okay, Doug. So I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm from Kirkland, Washington. Do you know where that is? Yes, it's uh, it's um, in Seattle, by Seattle. Yeah, Not it's on the Seattle. east side of Lake Washington, kind of across the lake from Seattle. But do you know what Kirkland is uh, most famous for? It's the home of Costco, baby. Yeah, that's right. That's why their stuff is called Kirkland. Right, Kirkland Signature. Yeah. Yep. Great so almonds. So, so, Great uh, batteries. Um, they make golf balls, even. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This this particular review is about the uh, um, Kirkland Pinot Noir. Their wine, their signature Kirkland wine. Oh, from the Kirkland Estates. Yeah, Kirkland Estates. Available in a bottle and a box. Oh, I see. This one. Pam says... Uh, thin and not fruity. Dave next door gave it to us. Don't buy. What an asshole, Dave. Yeah, but she's reviewing something that she didn't even buy. <laughs> and so took the they time, gave this yeah. to her as a gift and she didn't like it. So she went out, logged on yeah. and gave it a bad review. No, there's sometimes like when I'll try something and I don't like it and I won't even think about leaving a review for it. You know what I no. mean? Yeah. Sometimes I just say, oh, I won't buy that again to myself and yeah, to no you one else. Think you say it, you, maybe you say it out loud, but sometimes you just think it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's enough. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think that might be enough. Max says that this, uh, this wine is weak, comma, uninteresting. God. He says about his choice to buy it's a Kirkland Costco brand wine. Costco wine. <laughs> Like what these people <laughs> think is going to happen. Uh, <laughs> we all know what Costco is most famous for, right? What they do best, Doug? Um, jeans. Oh, jeans. Yeah. Jeans. Yeah, sure. that's right. Uh, here's a, here's a review from stylish. Uh, say that again. Very stylish. Oh yeah, <laughs> very stylish. People, people are very diametrically opposed to these jeans. Yeah. Some people really do love them. I'll hit, I'm, I'm gonna have to hit a couple of the five stars. Yeah, I like to go out. go into Costco, get some jeans, and wear them out. Like where? <laughs> yes, I'll be wearing these out. 
<laughs> okay, so Spider says, he gives it one star and says, we'll update once reorder is received. I religiously watched this item for two months because of the great price and reviews. My inseam, 36, was always sold out quickly. I finally saw the inventory increase to include my inseam, so I ordered five of them. I ordered my same size in Levi's, which is 36 by 36. I got the jeans quickly, and they seemed a little tight. So I returned at the store and ordered 10 more online. <laughs> Jeez, what? In a size up. I just got them today, and I can't even button them. What in the world? <laughs> All caps. <laughs> I will try one more time and order 10 of the 40 by 36. That's a hit. Um, hopefully, they'll be my ticket. And I'll be able to update my review. <laughs> What's the date? Do you see a date on that? We got to find this Four out. months ago. Oh, okay. Four months ago. Why is he buying so many pairs? I don't know. For himself. Maybe he's running a bootleg. I have two bootleg. pairs of jeans. Yeah. Like, that's it. That's all you need. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, what if you maybe maybe this guy's a different pair of jeans a day type of guy? Also, that's a tall, big motherfucker. 40... Picture in this guy's closet. Do you think he hangs his jeans up? Forty by thirty-six. Well, he's got to have maybe a separate usually... closet just for his jeans. He like usually a... is thirty-six uh, by thirty-six. Yeah, it sounds 36, like he might 36. be putting on some weight. Yeah, <laughs> but that's so many jeans. Yeah, I'll just get 10. Never tried on. Don't know if one fits, so I'll just get 10. <laughs> Here's what Randy says. Uh-huh. About the jeans? Randy says, yeah, says one star. So I have several pairs of Kirkland jeans stretching out over many years. Mm -hmm. Some are better than others. For years, Kirkland jeans were the best value around. And then for a few years, they used laughably poor denim fabric. Extremely <laughs> thin, totally unsuitable. But now, with these jeans, they're back to using good quality denim fabric, which I can recommend. That's mm -hmm. the good news. Yeah. The, ba the bad news is that the sewing of the fabric leaves a lot to be desired. At least in the sample that I purchased, the seam on one of the pant legs is already separating and it's right out of the bag and nowhere at all. This is not acceptable. Did I just get a rare lemon that got past the quality control inspector? Don't know. I'm going to return this pair and buy another. And if they're better, I'll come back and post a better review. Here's uh, here's Dave from Durham says, seems a lot of guys crooked. named Dave involved or Dave adjacent involved with Costco reviews. Okay. Go, Costco go jeans, particularly. Yeah. Dave from Durham says, seems were crooked. Very noticeable if you're the type who presses your jeans. <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> Look at that crease Look at that crease in my costco jeans Whoa. oh I, it just makes me <laughs> and then he said very <laughs> i don't know if it makes me sad or really happy that that guy's out there pressing his jeans he said that he tried to uh he said he said he tried to return them but he couldn't because he had already washed them he already washed and pressed them <laughs> Yeah, they had a crease. Uh, here's a here's a review from Toby. Pleated uh, jeans. Yeah, Toby says really missed the quality of the original Kirkland's men's denim jeans that were made in Mexico. 
I've tried several times to get jeans now and the fit and quality of the material are not the same. Here's what um, Here's T-Rex. What oh, yeah. His real name's Dave. Go on. Yeah, Dave, a.k.a. T-Rex, 1948 says, one star. I love these jeans, but it's the second pair in a row that I've had to return because the buttonhole is too small to get my dick through. No, he said button through. I made that last part up. <laughs> he wasn't trying to put his dick through the hole. Maybe that's a uh, real T-Rex who left that. But I, you know what's interesting about these jeans is there's 188 one-star reviews uh-huh. of these Costco Kirkland signature jeans. 3,700, almost 4,000 five-star reviews. Oh, my gosh. For the Costco jeans. Crazy. Would you like to hear a couple of these? Yeah, I do. All right, here we go. This is from Mr. B811. Uh-huh. Says, my favorite best droid. jeans anywhere! <laughs> Exclamation point. Always bought these at local Costco warehouse, but then they stopped carrying them on the floor and replaced their space with other fashion brands made for skinny leg people. <laughs> uh-huh. The grade of cotton in these jeans will wear wear anything else, and the cut of the thighs is better. If you're a guy with some muscle on the bone, yeah. then these are for you. These jeans are easy to move in and work and uh, easy to move and work and for hiking, climbing ladders, scaffolding, getting on a motorcycle, etc. All old man stuff. <laughs> yeah. Very glad these are still available online, Costco, but you need to put them back in the warehouses so new customers can discover what a great and practical product these are. Yeah. They're great for try them on. for hammering, they're great for sanding <laughs> things. Great for receiving Blow Jays. Here's another one from uh, Rance. Rance says, It was wonderful to order my unique size of jeans from Costco.com without having to search for them at the local warehouse. So he likes the online. Yeah, sure. There's another five-star review. Right, right. The jeans, by the way. Kirkland brand has earned a reputation for quality that you can trust in any category. Costco will only agree to put their brand name on a product that matches or exceeds the quality of the number one brand in that category. In my case, I can feel confident that Kirkland jeans meet or beat Levi's jeans. This guy is obviously works at Kirkland. <laughs> I used to think that I would be embarrassed to wear jeans with a private label name. A private what? However, I'm <laughs> actually proud to wear Kirkland What's jeans. A private label name? <laughs> like there's nothing written on the label? I don't know. I think he's saying like he didn't want to wear designer label jeans, but now yeah, he's okay with these designer label Kirkland jeans. That oh, say Kirkland on them. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yep. This guy's, uh, uh... He says I'm proud to wear Kirkland jeans because Costco is the only U.S. brand that has made their private label brand name synonymous with high quality jeans. Go Costco. <laughs> What a nerd. Right, here's... This guy is a real <laughs> nerd. I want right, to here's... slap him around. <laughs> uh, all right, here's one for Deacon. This five-star? Deacon. The five-star review from Deacon. Okay. Deacon says, um, I've been looking for slash asking at the service counter, when are the Kirkland Signature men's jeans going to be back in stock? Oh, I think I've... But they didn't... I think I've overheard this guy before at Costco. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, but they didn't have an answer. Then I tried Costco.com and there my prayers were answered and I found my favorite jeans. So I ordered five pair. Yeah. What is, <laughs> what are these people doing? <laughs> it's so crazy. The reason I prefer Kirkland brand jeans is that the fit is great. They have seven belt tabs placed in the correct locations. <laughs> yeah, no, my jeans have all the belt tabs just one right after the other. It's willy nilly. Yeah, just anywhere they feel like. Uh, it says uh, the one. He says the the one product, the one uh, issue he had with the product. Yeah, he says uh, the one issue I had was that the coin pocket was never right. Hmm. It was either too wide or too deep. This is that like little tiny pocket yeah. that's like right inside yeah. the main pocket. Is that a coin pocket? <laughs> yeah, that's the coin pocket. Okay, so I didn't, I wasn't sure that was a coin pocket. So Where do you keep your he coins? Says, uh, uh, so he says, he says uh, uh, I know it was supposed to be for a cell phone, but I never saw anyone put their cell or even an old flip phone in that pocket. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is now the correct depth so you can actually reach those coins. <laughs> These are perfect men's jeans. Oh, so he has tiny little fingers and can't get can't so. get down to the coins. Uh, um, here's, it kind of makes me want to, like, you're selling me on these jeans. I kind of want to go online and order, like, 25 pairs <laughs> of these You jeans. can only buy them in groups of 25, the 25 pack. <laughs> Yeah, here's here's the one from Teresa. She says, "Gotta love the man in these jeans." She wrote this one for her like husband. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe she's just like looking at guys' asses to wear these jeans. But this one, so she says, "My husband loves these jeans. They're a great price, and they wear well. And I love them because they wash up real nice. They're soft and don't chafe as he drives a dump truck, climbing in and out, and does lots of construction work." He built my beautiful dream retirement home wearing these jeans. It's nice that she included these jeans in the construction of her dream home. You know, she says, she says, he built my beautiful dream retirement home wearing these jeans. That's how she ends it. <laughs> like they've got those jeans like uh, mounted somewhere. Yeah, you know, framed. framed up. Yeah. Or maybe maybe uh, the insulation is all jeans. So that was a sweet one. That was a sweet yeah. Costco jean review to end on. Yeah, those are great. I love <laughs> yeah, yeah. the Costco jeans. I kind of I want to try them out too. I, I feel like maybe they're like a little bit baggy, but like once you get those uh, the shoes too, if you get those Kirkland shoes with the jeans, Dude, match. Uh, if I ever, which you know. If I ever go to any awards show, head to toe Kirkland. Gotta be. What a Gotta word. do it. <laughs> God, they're just gonna, all the ladies would just be gushing. Yeah. <laughs> gonna handle that. Thing. Gonna handle that shit. Are those Kirklands? Yeah. Ooh, a private designer. Oh, is that private label? Jeans. Kirkland? <laughs> uh, okay, well, that's, that's all I've got for that one. Should we take a break? This would be a perfect time for a break. Okay, let's go. It's time, almost time for everybody's favorite segment, the break in three, two, one, and break. We're broken. Can you hear crickets on my end? 
No, I hear them at my place. Okay. Uh, okay, welcome back to the One Star Podcast. We got Jeff, also known as Tosswasash. Pretty exciting break we had there, but it's uh, yes, I'm glad we, it's over. We hope you enjoyed the break, and you will consider frequenting our sponsor that you heard during the break. Yeah, we want to tell. Why don't you tell them a little bit more about our sponsor, Doug, for this episode? Our sponsor for this episode is the restaurant Red Lobster. Oh, yeah. I like to go to Red Lobster and order an Admiral's platter. Mm -hmm. That's where you mm -hmm. get a lobster tail, you get snow crab, you get king crab, you get shrimp, two ways, and your choice of sides. Yeah, exactly what an Admiral would yeah, eat. Yeah, exactly what an Admiral would eat. And uh, mm -hmm. also, of course... Cheddar Bay biscuits, unlimited oh, yeah. Cheddar Bay biscuits. Oh yeah, and, and there's they're doing they're doing some sort of a promotion with our show, correct? Yes, uh, we have uh, been invited once again to Red Lobster in Inglewood for uh -huh. a meet and greet and eat. Who? Yeah. yeah, and uh, Kip and I will be at the Red Lobster in Inglewood on Saturday from eleven to three. Um, they call it. They call it. Uh, Tosp Wasage Wasagterdays. Wasagterdays, that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rolls off the tongue. And um, we will be signing lobsters from 11 to 3. <laughs> so, yeah, that's right. Bring, you know, we'll have all the pins and stuff available there. Uh, it is a pretty popular promotion when we, when we come by the Red Lobster. Mm -hmm. So um, you might want to bring your own lobster in case they run out. So, it's happened before last time they ran out early. Yeah, they ran out super early. So just bring your own, yeah. stop by I'm, I'm, a lobster place, get your own lobster. And yeah, I'm looking like a real idiot. You remember that last year when I was trying to sign those breaded shrimp? Yeah, stupid. A fucking moron. <laughs> Come on. So bring your own lobster. Um, unless you get there right at 11, you should have no problem getting a lobster. Yeah, but if you're coming early. a little later in the day, bring your own lobster and we'll sign it. And uh, you can eat it or not eat it. It's up to you. A uneaten signed lobster is worth a little more. It is. Than an eaten signed lobster. Yeah. So, yeah. Just FYI. I think that's a good idea to tell the people to bring their own lobster, Doug. I, probably the people didn't think, that, think about that. You know? Yeah. And that goes for anywhere you go. Bring a lobster. Yeah. Take a lobster. Yeah. Just in case. Sure. Never, you never know when you need a lobster. <laughs> thank you. So, thank you very much, Red Lobster. And, uh, Kip, I understand you have some exciting news about one I did of our have a little bit of news, one I, of our uh, episodes. Of yeah. So, you know how you, um, have you ever Googled yourself? Oh, all the time. Have you ever Googled Tospassage? Um, no. So you can Google top wasage, and the first thing it says, "Did you mean top wasage?" <laughs> okay, like that's something yeah. else. No, we don't mean top wasage. Well, Google. What, what happens if I click on that? Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't even uh, try. Yeah, is there some podcast called Top Wasage out there? No, I don't know. It's the Washington State Association for Justice. Anyway. <laughs> I hope they're not good. I hope I hope when you search for the Washington State Department of Justice, it goes, goes did you mean the Toss Wasage podcast? Yeah. 
so anyway, the first, uh, the second result on here is says uh, the ten best Mark Harmon podcasts. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it says in episode in the one hundred seventh episode of Tosplosage, Kip and Doug discuss their first one hundred episodes, and then review Mark Harmon's haircut. <laughs> Isn't that just a description yeah. from our show? This, I mean, this, this uh, Himalaya.com yeah. picked it up off the wire, apparently. So it's definitely something to write home about. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to write Mark Harmon about it. I think you should. We're going to talk about the barbecue, so- barbecue sauce. Oh, well, we uh, are releasing, you know, Kip and I are both culinary uh, people, culinary minded mm-hmm. people. And so we're releasing our new barbecue sauce. It's in stores now. The Toss Passage Barbecue with Scott and Jeff. Hickory smoked barbecue sauce. All the proceeds from this, this is really cool. They go directly to us. <laughs> yeah, a good, good, good cause. It's a good cause. It's so, a good cause. And, and, the, and, you know, we're talking a little bit earlier about how, you know, we got onto the top 10 of the Mark Harmon podcast, you know? Yeah. And then uh, you were able to get, you can actually see, if you log into the site, you can see the dashboard of how many people are listening to the show, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, uh, you, can you can you knock out some of those, Some just kind of go down the line and knock out some of those? Uh, oh, sure. Here's, those, uh, uh, here's yeah. episode 103 okay. of Toss with Sag. Yeah. Um, it says here we have zero streams and zero listeners. Hmm. That can't be okay. right. Okay, let's check out. That's, that's probably just a glitch. Right? What about the next one? That must okay, be. 104. Vegas yeah. is ripping people off. That was the yeah. title of the episode. Yeah. Uh-huh. Looks, uh, That one is uh, zero streams and zero listeners. <laughs> what and what? This is for what site? You know, I'm not really sure. Is this our Podbean site? I think this is for this is for uh, Spotify. Oh, this is for Spotify. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, sure. Those those you know you can, you don't really catch onto the show early sometimes. You know, sometimes oh, if hold there's on. a it's, lot of episodes out there. It says here 108 has 10, oh. 10 listeners. Oh. oh no! Wait, sorry. That's a that's a little smudge of barbecue sauce. Oh. So- so what it's like more like zero. or what is it a uh, thousand? No, it's zero. <laughs> okay. It's zero. Uh, well, you know what? I would say to have our listeners help us get those numbers up a little bit. Yeah, go on over to Spotify and uh, yeah. Or if you're like a computer hacker, just break into this yeah. website and you know balloon those numbers for us. Yeah, and who? Then who would you say that you're talking to right now, Doug? If we have zero listeners, oh, uh-huh. you, I guess. <laughs> oh, it's okay. So I should go do it. Well, well, that means that neither of us have listened to it. Not on Spotify, <laughs> at least. <laughs> we probably should. We're uh, <laughs> we're each other's only listeners. That's the way I like it, honestly. Yeah, I wouldn't no. have it any other way. I would be doing this podcast with you post-apocalypse that's a good plan yeah gotta get a bunker god there's gonna be some real bad reviews for the apocalypse and you you know people are gonna write them too (laughs) Uh, 
Well, should we get back into it, Doug? Do we hit we hit the sponsor, right? Another thank yeah. you to Red Lobster. We uh we're ready to move on to the I think it's time for uh everyone's favorite What else you got? favorite segment. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to sing the theme song? What else do you got? Do you got other reviews to read? Is that, it? <laughs> like Is that it. the theme song? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, that song, the open and this one, they've been talking about using it at their weddings and stuff like that. So just, just let us know if you need to use that for your wedding. <laughs> That's right. All right. What else you got, Doug? Okay. So my the first one up. Here is a review from Chuck E. Cheese. Okay. Okay. The pizza place. The Chuck pizza, E. Cheese. The pizza the, place. Lots of games. And uh, apparently from reading these reviews, also a company that recently went bankrupt or declared mm. bankruptcy. Apparently a lot of these people leaving these reviews think the the fine workers at Chuck E. Cheese are up to no good. And, yeah. that, and that they're making whole pizzas out of pizza slices that are left over on tables. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, when you're fighting bankruptcy, I get it. Um, so KG writes, so I went to a birthday party a couple of days ago. First thing, as soon as you come in, it smells awful, like foot, dirty rug. I'm not sure, but it doesn't go away. It's unbearable. Also, the recycled pizza shake my head i had heard about it but thought it was a myth not at all the pizza slices didn't match also the ticket machines were working i think she meant weren't please wash the rug i couldn't take it and then she left a uh, a picture of the pizza with the uneven slices <laughs> how bad is it it's pretty bad yeah you could tell like what's a recycle you could tell like the pepper the pepperonis don't even like match up at all like where the cuts and the pepperonis are. <laughs> so yeah, she's she's on to something. This KG <laughs> at Chuck E. Cheese. I mean, she'd heard the rumors before. <laughs> yeah, she had heard they about the mismatched sli- pizza. Sneaking in uh, sinister side slices. This sounds like something that would be in a kid's detective novel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, what? what did she say? It smelled like dirty rug foot? She wrote, uh, it smells awful. Like foot, comma, dirty rug. (laughs) So it was a literary choice by her to to write it like that, I believe. Um, Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Did you have another Chuck E. Cheese one? Oh, yeah, I do have another Chuck E. Cheese one. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, I'll read it. This is from Dan K., and he writes, Celebrating my daughter's B-Day, I reluctantly went to Chuck E. Cheese, a.k.a. Adult Sensory Overload Purgatory. But my wife and I ended up with food poisoning from the Caesar salad. I conjecture the Caesar because others in our party had the same pizza and the normal green salad. I'm experiencing diarrhea, stomach ache, (laughs) and body pains since yesterday's lunch. My wife just had diarrhea. And then he writes, and then he writes, you've been warned. I'm sure his wife loves that he's <laughs> broadcasting about her diarrhea. Yeah. Hey, Dan K's wife, if you're listening, uh, why don't you give us an update? If you're one of our diarrhea if you're one of our zero that's listeners. Um that, uh, and news. here's the best part, Kip. 
Yeah. All right. It gets better. Good. Comment from Maddie B of Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> comment, oh, that's a comment from Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck, yeah. They commented on um, Dan K's review and wrote, <laughs> Dan, thank you for sharing this with us. We apologize for your experience. Please click here to give us more details so we can share this with our corporate office. And they what will work with the Los Angeles the, team to make what, things right. What kind of consistency exactly is the diarrhea? Is it like little tiny chunks or is it just completely yeah. watery? Is there a crouton need in there? More details. <laughs> <laughs> That's so ridiculous. I mean, it's obviously just some sort of like standard response they write. (laughs) Tell us more about your wife's diarrhea. Isn't uh, also he made it like in the present tense, like as he was writing it while he was having on the toilet diarrhea. It's like he's kind of doesn't he? Doesn't he say I currently have diarrhea? No, he he wrote. I'm experiencing diarrhea, stomach <laughs> right ache, now, and body pain. As I'm right, it's hard to write this. Since yesterday's lunch, my <laughs> wife just had diarrhea. You've been warned. <laughs> Who, who's been warned? Chuck E. Cheese or the other people that might go there? I, well, I like to think, yeah, it's all the people that he's going to take his revenge on at Chuck E. Cheese. He's going to go in the ball pit and unload. Oh, with his diarrhea? Yeah. I'll take my diarrhea you're not, over that ball pit. You're not and su- then I'll send my wife in there. You're not supposed to. Diarrhea. You're not supposed to swim in a ball pit for 14 days after having diarrhea. <laughs> Those are the rules. Uh, here's a picture of my wife having diarrhea. <laughs> All right, Kip, what else you got? This is a one-star experience that uh, my special lady friend, Stephanie, uh, it's a Facebook message Uh that she got from somebody that she hasn't uh, seen since like junior high or something. All right, let's hear it. Let's have it. That messaged her out of the blue. Okay. (laughs) Can you guess why that might have happened? Multi-level marketing or something? Yeah. 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 It's a, it's a MLM. So they always start off and they go like, Hey girl, you know, <laughs> uh-huh. how's everything going? And then you're just like, okay, got to write anything back and they'll come back with some sort of pitch for some weird essential oils thing or whatever that they're trying to, they've got a garage full of, they're trying to sell to you. Right. Uh, but this person accidentally sent Stephanie the script Okay. For what they're supposed to write to the people on Facebook, on their Facebook of friends. All right. So she just sent this whole, her name is Karen. Oh, I see. Like they're given a script from the company to use to lure in. She accidentally posted the script (laughs) in a text and sent it to Stephanie in the text. And it says very bright. uh, Yeah. So (laughs) here's, here's the message that Stephanie received. It says, Perfect. So now you're going to forward that message to your friend list. A recommendation is to send it to anyone that has a kid in their profile pic or that you know had kiddos or grandkids they buy for. The graphic I send next will show you how. It's so fast. I love it. Less than 10 minutes. Forward this message to 100 friends or more. Make sure to count as you go 
and do all at one time. Once you close out, you won't be able to come back and do more since it doesn't show you who you've already messaged. And then it says, uh, asterisk, be brave. Even if you haven't talked to them in a while, those will be the people who will come and purchase. Two exclamation points. You got this. Send over your total numbers once you got them sent. Oh, man. I know. <laughs> it's so predatory. It really is sad, man. Yep. It's the whole blueprint for it is right here. And then the then she like the next day or something realized that she had sent her like secret playbook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she wrote a message to Stephanie that was just that was just like, oops, I think I might have sent you the wrong message. <laughs> anyway, looks like life's going well. Uh, you know what you could use? Some yoga pants. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, I have a garage oh, full of them. So please. Uh, I'm desperate. Man, that is brutal, isn't it? It's very, yeah. It's very sad. Multi-level marketing. You should be able to call those people out. I always tell her to call those people out, you know? Yeah. She's like, sorry, I'm not interested in uh, pyramid schemes. What else you got, Doug? I don't have anything else. (laughs) That's it. That's all I got. I think we've got enough stuff, don't you? Yeah, I think so. I think we've we've loaded our... Our listeners up with another week full of uh, laughter. That's right. Because you're supposed to, once a new episode comes out, you should probably listen to it every day. Yes. Until the next one comes out. So that's right. Make sure you know it forward and backwards. And just to get those numbers up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, we got to get those numbers up. Right now they're hovering. Doug, what are the numbers at now? Any updates? Yeah, let me see. Uh, what uh, push a few buttons. How about that here? episode one hundred three? That was a good one. You said earlier that it had zero. What about now? Looks like it still looks like a zero. Unless... Well, it's still kind of hovering around that zero. Uh, yeah, huh? it's still. I I think maybe they round down to zero um, from whatever the number is. Anything under a hundred. Yeah. Anything under a thousand, maybe you round down to zero. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's been rounded down to to zero. (laughs) I think it's probably because they don't want to pay us the money they owe us, those Spotify people. So they. Yeah. Dicks. (laughs) Well, that's it for our episode. Thanks for uh, hanging out, though, with the uh, the the Tosp with Saj crew. Uh, Special thanks to the one the one Starmy. Yeah, Shout out to the one star army out there. Give us an uh, write us an email uh, at tosswasage at gmail.com. Yeah, and we'll uh, we'll see you at the uh, lobster meet and greet and eat. Yep, bring your lobsters. And my wife had diarrhea, you've, you've been warned. <laughs> All right, later, Doug. See ya. <laughs>